Hey, you guys, we're back. You may notice some noise behind us. Lily and I are at the beach right now, Whoop. and we are recording outside. If we had video, you could see the ocean behind us, but we don't. <laughs> but just trust us. You can hear it. Um, but today we have a really special episode for you, and I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to let Lily introduce our guest. Yes. Hi, guys. So we have such an awesome guest this week, and the story of how all of this came to be is just so cool. Um, it happened <laughs> over social media, and it's just a long, wonderful story that God, you know, incorporated. But um, our guest today, her name is Kirsten, and she is actually a friend of a friend of ours. And we just met over social media, and we realized that she has her own Christian podcast. And we were like, who better than her to have on our <laughs> podcast? And her podcast is super cool. And it is called Table for Two. So I would love for you to just explain a little bit about that and how it came to be and all the good things about it. Awesome. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. This is so cool. Um, <laughs> like you said, the story of how we got connected is just such a God thing and right? so cool. But yes, I do have a podcast and it's Table for Two. And the story behind how that kind of came to be is really crazy. I had a totally different idea for my podcast um, when, I, when I first got started. And then God's like, no, we're going to go a whole different route. <laughs> so basically, Table for Two is just a podcast all about bringing whatever it is you feel can disqualify you or makes you just not fit for the task when it comes to following Jesus and being used by him. And just bringing that to the table, talking about it and allowing God to use it. That's awesome. I love it. I when I first listened to your first podcast episode, I had never like heard anything so cool, like something that is just I don't know. I I loved everything about it. And y'all, if you like Boldly Created, you should definitely go listen to her podcast because <laughs> you'll feel right at home. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> Before we get too far in the conversation, we are going to ask you the question we ask all of our guests. What would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self? Oh my gosh. I love that question. When I heard that you guys asked that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, goodness, that's a very good question. I think if I could tell my before Christ self one thing, it'd probably be that nothing is wasted because when you start your journey, it's very easy to, well, I guess being that I'm no longer the before Christ version of myself, <laughs> it's easier to look back and see that to be true. But when you're walking in it, it doesn't quite feel that way. So I think just taking into consideration things that you may have to say no to or things that feel like a loss when you say yes to Jesus um, can feel like such great losses, but realizing that it'll all be worth it when you give it and do it all unto Jesus. So that's what I'd tell myself. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, if you want to go ahead and introduce the topic for today, I'm sure they would love to hear it. Yes. Awesome. So today I'm wanting to talk about singleness. Um, I feel like that's something that's talked about a lot, but also not enough, if that Agreed. makes sense. Um, and when I think about just my podcast as well, like you guys said, that's one of my twos in a unique way um, mm -hmm. because I am single. I used to joke that I was like an expert in singleness because I just count however many years I've been alive and say I've been single for that long. I, I can feel you. I can feel you. Yes. Uh, I remember the first time I talked about singleness. I was like, hey, everyone, I have been single for 18 years. And really, I was 18 years old, but it sounds like a long time. So. <laughs> I feel that so hard. 
I have to say before we start that when Lily told me about your podcast, she was like, do you know what the two means? And I was like, oh, is it like her and God? And he was, she was like, no. And I was like, hmm, I'm interested to hear. <laughs> and then she started talking about like the twos and what it meant. And I just thought it was so cool because I think that is such a God driven podcast of yeah. the story of like the coffee shop and everything that she told me. And I just think it's so cool how God takes something that you think you're going to do and then kind of wrecks it into something better, according to mm-hmm. his plan. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So what made you want to talk about singleness outside of just um, being single for most of your life? Um, That's a good question. I think over the last couple of weeks in my own personal life, it's become more apparent. And I've started to realize more and more people around me who are single or they are, I guess, wanting to make the most of their singleness. And I think that's inspiring. And I was recently talking to a mentor and we were talking about singleness Um, And there was a moment where I was appreciative of my singleness more than ever, simply because of the freedom to, I guess, invest in things that God is calling me to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it also made it so apparent how much I did not want to be single and do life alone at the same (laughs) time. And I was having a moment where I was like, oh, my goodness, like, I really want someone to run with in life and ministry and different things like that. And so it kind of came back as I was talking with my mentor about this. And she had just encouraged me to live my life of singleness in a way that years down the road, if someone asked me how they should approach singleness, that I would want to say that use your singleness the way I've used my season of singleness Mm -hmm. in a way that it was just done in a way that honors God and can really um, just bring you closer to God before you even step into a relationship. So it all kind of has come full circle and made me uh, just really think about that topic a lot these last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, I love that. I When you're saying that, I thought of, um, I don't know if you heard the song Carrie Job, uh, First Love, mm. of how like your mm-hmm. first love is God. And I think that's something that I um, try to remember is like, even though I am single, and I don't have that like physical person to run with in life right now. I do have the Holy Spirit to run with. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that's mm-hmm. bigger than like that physical person. So I think like I first have to fall in love with him and myself before I can fall in yeah. love with someone else. Yeah, that's so good. I so if you guys know anything about me, you know that <laughs> I have not been single for a while. Um, I have been dating my boyfriend, Jared, for almost four years this month. Wow. Um, so it is hard to relate sometimes to this topic, but I do go back to all the years that I was single and think about, you know, how important those seasons were mm-hmm. just to get me to a point where I could be ready for the season I am in now, not being single. And this question just dawned on me, so I'm going to ask it. What would you tell to someone who just recently became single and is struggling with that? Mm, That's a really good question. It's a hard one. So yeah. (laughs) Um, And so you mean like, what would I tell someone who's struggling to, you mean, appreciate singleness? I guess I know people who have struggled really hard with breakups um, because they Mm -hmm. hadn't been single for a while. And then the breakup comes out of nowhere and it's just like it's almost just whoo it's really intense and it's hard for them to see how singleness can have any benefit to it um mm. because they had not been single for so long yeah i think well being that i have only been in a relationship that lasted for a solid two months um <laughs> i it's hard for me to think about that but also i know when someone wants to get out of singleness it can be really easy to get your hopes up and then mm 
when it doesn't work out, it can almost feel like a breakout breakup in a sense, even though you were never actually dating. So I think I would say to that person, know that it doesn't make you any less whole, first Mm -hmm. of all. Um, And also know that one, if it happened, God is already a part of it. Mm -hmm. And there's already a reason for it, even though it hurts. And probably just in that hurt, draw close to Jesus and make that I guess priority, the priority relationship, since that is so hard. But also, I think just in a practical sense, feel what you feel and like walk through that. Mm-hmm. And I guess grab your girlies. <laughs> um, yes. If you're a girl and you're walking through that, confide in your friends and your girlfriends and just really take the time to heal so that you are better prepared for the relationship, mm-hmm. but also just process what it feels like to, I guess, have that devastation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also know. I guess, like I said earlier, that it'll all matter and it could just be breeding ground for the next relationship and just allow you to learn more about yourself. I love that. I know that's going to help someone out there like Mm -hmm. that. It's just inevitable, you know? (laughs) So I know for me that um, in my season of singleness that I sometimes get in a like frenzy and I wonder like, okay, like maybe this person could be it. And then I catch myself like almost settling so how do you struggle with those, um, I guess, temptations of settling for the wrong person and not Ooh. the person that God has for you? Oh, that's good. Mm, gosh, that is a good question. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I guess, like I said, timing of everything. I was actually in a situation like that recently uh, where I did have to make that decision. And it was it was very hard, similar, similar to what Lily was talking about, just yeah. that devastation mm-hmm. of I really thought this could be it and it's not. I think struggling with that and I guess how to balance that for me has just been consider uh continually reminding myself that God wants better for me than I could ever want for myself so Mm -hmm. I think in those moments where I know God is telling me like hey this might be close but it's not quite it Mm -hmm. um I think as hard as that can be where it's like God are you serious like you it's I think sometimes it's easy to think like God you could make this it if you wanted it to (laughs) um (laughs) But I think just realizing that when God says it's not it, there's a reason for that. Mm. And just knowing that God wants to protect both your heart and the other person in the mm. situation. And again, just realizing that God sees the bigger picture and things that we don't see. Mm-hmm. And realizing that when you decide not to settle, that you're doing the best for yourself and that other person and the relationship that mm. he is calling you to. Um, and just, yeah, just trusting that he has your heart Um your best interest at heart when he tells you that that's not it. Um, And then again, just processing those feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And also maybe just I've found seeking the Lord as to why it wasn't it and trying to seek his heart as to what it is I should be seeking Mm -hmm. and the standard I should be setting for myself. But yeah, that's a really hard one. And I think (laughs) I'm constantly navigating that every time I think someone is it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that it gets it. I think that a lot of times singleness can be quote unquote not easy but tolerable I guess but then when I'm around my friends who have you know their significant others I fall into that like oh that must be nice to be able Mm -hmm. to have that and then I like almost start to settle and it's like well that's not how like the season that God's called me into Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm in this season for a reason and that's how I'm able to glorify God and they're in that season for a reason because that's their plan that God has laid out for them yeah I think I think back to all of the 
just relationships I had been in in the past and how much I wanted them to work out. Like would have given anything for them for it just to work and that to be the one and it all to work out. But looking back, I'm like, wow, (laughs) I am so glad that I was not in control of my life at that point. And God always is, but especially was back then um, Mm -hmm. and did not allow those things to work out, those relationships to work out because I would be in a much different place right now if that had been the case. And that is the the people that didn't work out in the past. Like that was for a reason. And I am in a season of understanding why now, which is because I found somebody that I mean is so amazing. Like it makes sense why I had to wait so long. Um, So I'm thankful for that. And it it does come. It does come, everyone. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I think also that social media, since we live in a social media generation, it really plays into the part of singleness because you see on social media that it it kind of makes it look like, okay, a guy is what I need to be happy or to be successful Mm -hmm. or to be considered acceptable at this age. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Like we only, I've said this 50,000 times, but we only see the highlight reel in our Instagrams. Mm -hmm. And we also don't know like, are those godly relationships? Are they healthy relationships? Like, is it just putting on a smile for Instagram and showing off that you have a guy? Because yeah. a lot of times that's not like, that's not what we need. Like, I think mm-hmm. society has really made it seem like, okay, by this age, you shouldn't be single anymore and you should be starting a family and you should be settling down and you should do this. But it's like, well, what about God? What, what about what God says? Like that's yeah. bigger than what society says. Right. Yeah, that's so true. I think it social media in general does make it easy to compare or feel like you're mm. missing out on something. Mm-hmm. And I think also, unfortunately, in Christian culture, it kind of, I guess, gives this idea that it's only better what you're doing in life when you are doing it with someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just remembering, again, like you said, that's not the season that you're in. And it doesn't make what you're doing less valuable because you don't have a significant other. But yeah, I've definitely struggled with that too, the comparison on social media. So I kind of want to switch gears for just a second. I kind of want to hear more in depth about your process of starting the podcast and like how that really came to be. Because I love those stories and I know we have our own story, but I love hearing other people's. (laughs) I'd love to. So, gosh, that story was so interesting. So my heart in the pandemic, you know, when we were all just kind of in the house, (laughs) (laughs) I realized all the more how much community mattered. Um, and also just transitioning into that season, I had kind of had some changes in my own relationships and I just got to a point where I was just desiring community, but also not just community like right next to me. I was seeing like broader, um, in a broader sense of just community and like this, like we've connected through social media and I was seeing the beauty of how there are so many people all over the place that want community as well. Mm-hmm. And so when I started the podcast, originally, the podcast was going to be called the Safe Space Podcast. And one, I'd say if you go look that up, you're probably not going to find me, but you will find (laughs) other podcasts um, under that name. And in a way, I was like, okay, I don't want to try much harder to process this and think of what it wants like what I want to call it. And I was going to (laughs) settle for a name that was already taken, which I would not recommend that. (laughs) 
And so I was like, well, God, like I want it to be the safe space. That's exactly what I want. That's the heart of this. And we're just going to go with it. And you're going to get on board with me, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I was really, I had had everything planned down to, I had um, done my podcast trailer. I had a photo shoot done, had a graphic made. Had everything ready to go, had made the Instagram, which again, because it was taken, I had to settle for an underscore or some random character in there just to make it work. (laughs) Um, Trying so hard to force it to make it work. And then I was almost ready to go. And after making my trailer, I literally had nothing else. Like I was like, all right, well, that's the whole heart behind it. And I've got nothing else. Like I just know (laughs) that I just want to create a safe space. And that's when the Lord was like, he really just reminded me that like, I can't really do much with something that I don't even know outside of why I want to call it that. Like I, what am I going to really build with that? And so I just started thinking and I took a step back and I almost just completely gave up in general. Like I was just like, you know what, we're just not going to do this at all because this is a lot more complicated than I anticipated. Um, And then I was just talking to my sister about how frustrated I was. Um, And I I say she's my creative director. (laughs) I was helping me um, behind the scenes. Um, But I was just talking to her about why I wanted to make a safe space, but also just everything that would come with it. And she was just asking me, well, what do you want to happen in the safe space? And that's when I was Mm. just kind of thinking, like, I just really, I had been going through a program at that time that was six months online it's all about discovering your purpose and um shout out to generation distinct by the way um Ah! and (laughs) one of the questions that we were processing is what do we think we're made for like why do we think we're here why do we exist and as I was planning the podcast when that question was something I was wrestling with and I just told my sister that I felt like I was called and I exist to help people find their seat at the table Mm. um with God and to realize that like whatever they bring that God can use that Mm -hmm. and so then we started tossing around the idea of a table because I was like well actually I want it to be a safe space but really that's what I really want to do I want people (laughs) to find their seat at the table with God and so just in lots of prayer and going back and forth that's really how the podcast came to be um and finally I was just like all right table we've got that and bringing your two and so we started thinking and my sister who is such a genius was like hmm, I'm thinking about when you go to a restaurant and someone serves you and they're like your table's ready and so then we just started going through that and she was like well table for two and like she kind of helped me come up with that so Aww. that's how it came to be it was such a cool moment and I was freaking out and after that everything just kind of started to come together but yeah it was a really crazy process because I like I said I had done a photo shoot had everything ready I had a location in mind because at the time I wanted the podcast cover to have a couch and Mm. just living room vibe and absolutely nothing to do with the table. (laughs) Um, And then God knew what he was doing in that because that fell through. And I ended up taking pictures at Starbucks, which I was not happy about in the moment, but (laughs) I just smiled and got through it. And I was like, all right, God, I know you're going to use it. And next thing you know, I'm going through the photos and I'm sitting at a table with coffee and God's Mm. like table for two. And that's how the cover came to be. And God knew exactly what he was doing because that's exactly what the entire shoot turned out to be was me sitting at a table with coffee, which is something that I talk about a lot on the podcast. (laughs) So that's more of how that came to be. (laughs) That's, that's awesome. I really love that. I think so with me and Lily and I'm sure you can relate 
having boldly created come to be, mm-hmm. it's really expanded our faith and our mm-hmm. like a- ability to see God move, like and be that provider. And I think it's mm-hmm. just so cool because we say often, if boldly created was to end tomorrow, like we would be okay because. Yeah we were able to fall more in love with Christ and just know Um, that our faith is so big and not something that can be um, demolished easily. Like you'd have to like really put up a fight to us, like have our faith go down because (laughs) we've just seen him provide and um, prevail in so many different ways that Mm -hmm. are unexplainable. Yeah. I love that. Wow. That's so cool. I, I love that you said like, if it was to end tomorrow, you could be okay. I feel like that could apply to a lot. That's so good. I think your whole podcast coming to be story is just so beautiful because I think and actually I know that everyone has something that they feel like they're too much of or not enough of or like you said, like too young, too old or um, too sinful, too weak. You know, there's an endless list of twos. And I think it's just so cool how you were able to pull it together and just really hone in on what Christ was trying to show you because I mean, even down to the the table shoot or the the photo shoot at the tables and then looking back and seeing the tables like that's just got at work. And it's so cool to see him be at work on another podcast because we see it so much on our end and a lot of behind the scene things that just people that listen to Boldly Created don't fully know about just because it's so hard Mm -hmm. to explain like how big God is and what he's doing. But like it's so cool to see him do it on another podcast and it's just wow god is so good and he's providing you know his word through podcasts all around the world it's just awesome to see (laughs) i love it it is so cool it's really cool to see like how much podcasting is becoming a big thing especially Mm -hmm. in the christian world like i was talking to lily the other night and i was like there should be a Christian podcast convention so that you can Literally. meet like all of like <laughs> yes. the podcasters in the Christian world. Like someone, so if someone listening, like make that happen. I mean, we can we can make it happen, Lily. Oh yeah, we, we, should, we should we do it. it. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm so down. I just think it'd be so cool to like get to know people that like are in the same hobby, I guess, as us. Like that, just love like being able to share the light of Christ through this like type of platform. Like, I think it's just so yeah. cool and yes. really up and coming. Like, I think a lot of people right. are doing it, which is awesome because there's just more ways to hear of the Lord working. Literally. Yeah. It's just, it's so cool. And I think like it literally could be something that started. You just have to start with two different podcasts. So like, why yes. not? <laughs> and I mean, the fact that like, I mean, podcasting is something that can be started because it's so cool. Like, it's just, you know, you just got to, pray about it and find a topic that you love and find a theme I guess you could say and just Mm -hmm. go for it like I think I often say like I never would have thought that I would have ever been doing this type of thing because it's just so outside of my comfort zone but I think that and what we've talked about in this conversation is God has bigger plans than you ever could think like you will never Mm -hmm. be able to fathom what he has in store for you and yeah if you have something in your heart, just do it. Even if it's not a podcast, like mm-hmm. if you really feel like it hasn't left, it's not an accident that it hasn't left your heart because right. God's placed it there for a reason. That's right. Like all you have yeah. to do is say yes and be available and God will provide the rest. Like you just have to say yes to being his vessel and for him to use you and he will do the rest. Like we have yes. seen it time and time again. And it's, it's so true. And it's just, all you gotta do is say yes. <laughs> Yes, that's something I love to live by, which my friend told me I should write a book, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, 
no, I live by the the phrase like simply say yes. Um, Ooh. so I love that you said that. Like just just yeah. say yes. Like that's where it all starts. And right. so yeah, I agree. Like starting a podcast, and I love the way that podcasting is coming to be and just a bigger thing. And I think just to anyone listening who feels like it might be oversaturated, and it's like, well, there's so many podcasters. Why do I need to join the mix? You should still do it because your voice isn't like anyone else's out there. And God has given you something uniquely to talk about. So if anyone's thinking about starting a podcast, definitely go for it. Do it. (laughs) And God boldly created you to be who you are. Yes. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe we'll see you at the convention. (laughs) Yes. Yes. yes, It has to happen. I think it'd be such a hit. Like, I think it'd be so cool. I just think it'd be so cool. Like, can you imagine, like, the conversation and podcast episodes that could come out of it and like how oh, much I could know. glorify God. Oh my gosh, like, oh it'd be goodness. crazy. Like people that God wants to meet could meet there. Yes. You know, it's just like why is it not thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many different rooms, just so many podcast recordings <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> can we go? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. And again, if you like our podcast go listen to hers it seems very similar in the fact of just bringing together people and building community in a different way and we were just so glad that you guys got to meet lily and kirsten yes i am i am so happy that we were able to connect and able to meet and it's just such a small world and god just has a crazy way of allowing sisters in christ to meet no matter how far away we are and i'm just so glad that that happened and i'm so glad that we got to talk about, you know, singleness and your podcast. And yes, like Addison said, y'all, her podcast is fire. Like if you like ours, <laughs> you're going to love hers. So go give her a listen. And yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Stay tuned for Flavor of the Week. Hey, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to start with our guest, Kirsten. So Kirsten, what is your Flavor of the Week? Hmm, let's see. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the last couple weeks, I'll share a verse and then I'll share a song. But yes. a verse that has been just my go-to lately is Deuteronomy 7, 9. Mm. And it says, uh, know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps the covenant and steadfast mm. love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Oh. Um so yes. that's just been hitting heavy for me lately. Um, I've been loving that. And then in my car, I've been jamming to Champion, which is kind of a throwback already, I guess. I don't yes. know. Uh, yes, that was yes, so yes, yes. <laughs> I've been loving that song lately. I don't know. Last week, I was just in the word and listening to it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these lyrics, even though I've heard it a million times. Yes. Uh, so that's been my go to. Oh my goodness. Have yeah, you like, heard oh, the Dante gonna... Bao one? Oh my gosh. That? Yes, that's oh. my favorite one. Oh my gosh. I love him. <laughs> Give us a sneak so peek. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, it's so good. I, I need to listen to it today in the car. I'm going to do yes. it today. <laughs> Blast it. Love yes. it. Love it. <laughs> what about you, Addison? Mine is Gratitude by Brandon Lake. I literally yes. love this song so much. I heard it at Passion, of course, for the first time. 
and fell in love with it. I just think it's so cool how it's like, I have nothing else to do than give gratitude to the mm. king. Like, it's just so, it's so good. I love it. Here's a sneak peek. I love that song. I've got one response. I've got just one more. With my arms stretched wide, I will worship you. Swore I threw up my hands and praise you again and again. So good. So good, y'all. Oh my god. Love gosh. that song. So freaking so good. good. Oh my gosh. What about Which, you, Lily? That was Lily? so good at passion. <laughs> it was. Wait, were you there? Wait. Yeah. I was there. <gasps> we That's were there so too. so funny. Oh my gosh. Obviously, there passion. was like too many people there for us to like, you know, really see each other, but like, right. that's crazy. <laughs> what was your favorite part of passion? Oh, goodness. Probably, yeah, that night with uh, Maverick and Brandon Lake. Oh my God. And also Jenny Allen. I oh, thank you. That message. Thank you. So my God. Best part. <laughs> she Best came part. in hot and unapologetic and I loved it. Oh, literally yes. loved it. So oh there my for gosh. it. So there for it. Also, Honey in the Rock, we said that last week, but that yes, performance yes. with them on the stage, I was like, I was literally counting down the days until it was released and I was like, thank yes. oh. gosh. And we have been literally like humming it and singing oh my it gosh. this entire trip. We like trip. need a new song in our head because oh it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's insane. Uh, Passion 2022 was unforgettable. Ooh, yeah. Fire. For sure. For sure. <laughs> on that note, what is your flavor of the week, Lily? So mine is actually... 10k by kb kb was at passion and did sing this song and oh my gosh you guys i listened to it probably twice a day in the car and i just all the way up windows down but if you haven't heard it here's a sneak peek You guys, it is such a jam. Please go listen yes. to it if you have not. <laughs> For those of you who think that Christian music isn't good, y'all listen to those songs and then come back and talk then to us. You will, yes, you will be fine. You will be fine. All right. Well, that's it for Flavor of the Week. Again, thank you so much. Thank you. For coming on. We appreciated it. We loved the t- conversation and we hope to talk soon and have you back on the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was such an honor. I'd love to be back anytime. And I have to have you guys over at the table. With yes, me we'll do Absolutely. it. We for sure will do it. We can't wait. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to go enjoy the beach, but you guys have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.